Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. This is your podcast covering tactics for creating winning leadership and sustainable winning organizations. Discover more information detailed in their books, Gapology, Imbar, and their newest release, Speed of Purpose. We can be reached at gapology.org and our books can be found at amazon.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Gapology Radio. I hope everyone is doing well and staying healthy out there. Uh, This week before we get started, I've got two quick announcements to share. So first off, check out my interview on Spotify, where I was a guest on Coach Cabrina's podcast show. Coach Cabrina has been a friend of mine for years, and we had a great conversation around the topics that we share on this show. Just search for Coach Cabrina on Spotify. And while you're there, make sure to subscribe. She's got a great podcast with amazing friends and colleagues. I know that you really enjoy it. Our second announcement is that, uh, you know, over the years, many of our clients and friends have asked for Gapology merchandise for their teams and for themselves. Well, we finally put together a line of merch with our Gapology logo on it. You can find it through a link on our website. We have apparel and accessories there. Head on over to our website, click on the link and check it out. But today we're going to continue our discussion on speed of purpose with a second driver, performance. Let's go ahead and give Martinez a call. Hey, Brian. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Did you get a chance to check out all the merch on our website? I did. I want one of everything, please. (laughs) Yeah, there's some, there's some pretty cool stuff. Did you see the clock? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, I need one for my office. Actually, it. actually, it was funny because I wasn't going to choose that as one of the options. And, and Julianne walked in the room. She's like, oh, my God, you have to have that clock. <laughs> yeah, there's something about Gapology merchandise that just, you know, near and dear to my heart. Yeah. What a, what a logo you created for that. That's amazing. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it turned out pretty good. So uh, let's talk about speed of purpose, performance today. Yeah, this one's a big deal. I probably say that every week, but this is a big deal. You ready to jump right in? I am. So the driver of, one of the drivers of Speed of Purpose is performance. We called out three different drivers where we teach you how to achieve the 2.8 times productivity that comes with Speed of Purpose. So one of the drivers is performance. Here's the thing. Most organizations, most teams, most leaders do not tie performance metrics to the purpose. They never actually measure the purpose. This is a big deal. So if you develop a way to measure purpose, magic. 2.8 times productivity, here we come and beyond. So you need to figure out how to measure purpose. And it's pretty easy to do. Uh, It can be done. And from there, you develop three to five measures that equal purpose, that are a measurement of purpose delivered. Make sure it's no more than that. You want it narrow. Three to five. And did I say magic? That's what happens. What do you think, Brian? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, if you're going to achieve anything in life, especially your purpose, you need to be very clear on what that is. And, and you know, I think uh, our accelerators really speak to that. 
Yeah, so we we took thanks for the lead in there. Sure, I tried. We, we took the performance driver and broke it down into three separate accelerators that help you deliver that driver. So the first is expectations. You have to be very clear on your expectations, and this is where the metrics come in. You need to make purpose measurable. It's probably right at your fingertips now. So if you observe the top performers of purpose, if you acquaint yourself with where purpose is delivered and to your expectations and measure it, you probably already have the measures. You probably already know what it looks like. And uh, the answer is generally, generally right there. Uh, so you also probably can identify quickly with purpose that's not in place. What does it look like? What do the metrics look like when purpose is not delivered? So the contrast between purpose being delivered and how that measures and purpose not being delivered and how that measures gives you the expectations. It is right there. And uh, if you then begin measuring it and creating exception reporting around it, meaning uh, ranking people by the measures of purpose, you can move behavior often in dramatic fashion and or really calibrate the entire organization around the metrics of purpose being delivered. So that's, that's the expectations piece. Brian? Yeah, I think the, the well, the clarity of expectations really, of course, has to be based in purpose. And that's where, you know, we've talked a lot of times about wrapping, you know, your, your team in purpose. Well, wrap your expectations in purpose. Um, the metrics are really just the behaviors, right? So the behaviors drive the metrics. And if you've set clear expectations around the uh, elements of your purpose and you measure that, then you can start coaching the behaviors, you know, I think one of the, the mistakes a lot of leaders make is that they coach the numbers, but it's really all about the behaviors that drive those numbers. And if those behaviors are, are really wrapped in purpose, they're going to be the right uh, numbers and the, and the right behaviors that drive those. Yeah. So come up with these numbers. They're there for you to see. They're there for you to measure. And they're a reflection of behavior to Brian's point. So let, let's move on to the next accelerator, which is really about really about behavior, and that's execution. So expectations are the metrics of purpose. Execution are the behaviors that you want replicated to deliver those expectations. So picture behavior now uh, as viewed through the purpose lens. Picture purpose as a set of behaviors. What do those look like? What do you expect behaviorally? What does delivery of your purpose uh, look like? And you can literally come up with a series of behaviors that equal the purpose. And then that also equals the metrics of the expectations. So now you know how to measure it from a number standpoint or a metric standpoint, and you know how to measure it from a behavioral standpoint. Once those two pieces are in place, you really have 
the key to growing the purpose and growing everything relating to it. So the other thing to consider, once you've determined the execution piece, the behavior piece of purpose, is to determine the feedback frequency. So that may sound a little bit obscure, but picture a behavior and picture that person delivering the behavior getting feedback. How often does that need to be? Well, so some organizations say, well, we'll give annual feedback. Once a year, we'll talk to you about your behavior. Hmm. Well, that won't work. That won't work. So to launch something like this, you need to give feedback on a regular basis, and you need to determine, based on the purpose, how frequent that feedback would be. So in, in Speed of Purpose, we talk about the loaning industry. And we talk about an organization that gave feedback for every loan, on every loan processed. So an individual who was processing loans, we called them loan experts in the book, they got feedback throughout the day, throughout the day, every day. And it was an energy creating feedback. You create energy around the execution that you're looking for. And they get better, and they get better, and they get better. And uh, it just creates, again, again, magic. So picture the feedback frequency occurring as needed based on the behaviors that equal the purpose. Hopefully that's not, not too hard to grasp. I know there was a lot there. Brian, talk to us about execution. Yeah, as, as you were talking there, I was thinking about a vlog I was watching earlier in the week. Um, this is a guy who's uh, he's head of training for GNC. And he does this uh, bi-weekly vlog that, that's uh, actually pretty good. And one of the things he was talking about was coaching. So one of the mistakes that leaders make is that they make coaching an event. Coaching should just happen all the time, like you were talking about. It needs to, the frequency needs to just be there constantly. Coaching is a, is a daily role that leaders need to have all the time, not an event that's a special thing where you... You know, schedule it and, and make a, a big deal. It, it just needs to be something that happens all the time. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking now of the habit ladder from Gapology. So if you want great execution of your purpose, you need to use the habit ladder, which we talk about in Gapology, and achieve habit level execution of, of your purpose. So again, once your purpose is broken down into a series of behaviors, you want those to be habit by those that ex- execute. And uh, the habit ladder from Gapology would be a great tool uh, that you could use, should use, uh, to achieve habit level execution. Thought, thoughts on that, Brian? Um, yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think anytime you're going to try to achieve something that's important, you want to have that as a habit. Um, and practicing something over and over again, making it part of your daily rhythm is going to achieve that. Yeah. All right. So let's just stop for a moment and just back up and look at where we're at. So we're talking about the driver performance and the accelerators so far that we've talked about our expectations, which could be the metrics that, that measure purpose, and then execution, which would be the behaviors that, that equal purpose, we're now going to talk about excellence. So the third accelerator is excellence. So what does excellence in delivery of the purpose look like? 
what's your vision of great as it relates to purpose? What's it look like? What's it feel like? So you have to connect your team with that. They have to understand what excellence looks like. So what we found in terms of best methods here is creating it, literally creating it, creating an environment that the team could walk into where excellence of purpose is being delivered. Let them visit it. Let them feel it. Let them experience it. Let them be part of it. This is about immersing the team in excellence. It's about helping them understand what it looks like. Most organizations do not do this. If you do this, you have a huge competitive advantage. It's not for the team to figure out. You, you already know you're the expert in purpose. What's great look like? Create it and immerse the team in it. I got a couple of best methods uh, to connect to that, but I'll let you go first, Brian. Talk to us about excellence. Yeah, I think this is about level setting. You know, you hear that term a lot, level setting, and, and setting that level very, very high. Making sure everyone knows what it looks like, can feel it, um, but seek out excellence, look for it, um, and then provide recognition on it so it repeats. But more importantly, that you learn yourself as a leader what excellence is so that you can continue to grow in, in your own excellence levels, uh, but also that you can help coach and develop your team to achieve it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we, uh, we love the, uh, the phrase, we are what we celebrate. Yeah, yeah. We are what we celebrate. So how do you celebrate excellence and purpose? Uh, have a ritual around it. Have, you know, make standing ovations, you know, as an example, your celebration of excellence of purpose. Spontaneous standing ovations. Wow. Think about that. But you definitely have to recognize excellence because then the team understands it and they want to be part of it. And they want to do more of it. They want to deliver excellence of purpose. So, again, most organizations do not tie performance to purpose. And they don't tie metrics to it. They don't necessarily tie behaviors to it. And then they don't create the vision of great of purpose and show the team what excellence looks like. So by doing these things, you absolutely set yourself apart. You'll be in the top few percent of what you do, and you can bring that purpose to life. So again, the driver performance is a big deal when it comes to speed of purpose. It literally will drive you to the 2.8 times productivity that we talk about and beyond. And this one is really, really key. I'll turn it to you, Brian, to close. Uh, yeah, Mark, as, as you were talking there, I was thinking, you know, speed of purpose applies to the business world. Certainly, that's mostly what we talk about. But as you're talking, I was thinking about, so if you're adding purpose into your life, if you're trying to define a clear and compelling purpose and then wrapping that around your, your personal life, all these elements are equally as important. You know, defining what that looks like you know, defining what the metrics are that you can measure, because a lot of times you can measure those things. And then defining what the execution and the excellence looks like in your own life. Yeah. I mean, purpose can can be a personal thing. It can be your business. It can be your religion. It can be, you know, what whatever your driving force is. 
speed of purpose can become a reality. Yep. So what we've laid out is, is how to get there and, and beyond. So, yeah. Well, thanks, Brian. Great work. Okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Mark. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Okay. That'll do it from here. Remember, if you'd like virtual training for your team on Gapology, Imbar, or Speed of Purpose, let us know. Head on over to our website, gapology.org, for more information. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at gapology.org.